Welcome everybody, my name is Apple and this is... Snivy This is a podcast where two friends with too much free time just talk about the things they love So this topic is... Games that we played last year and games that are coming out this year that we're looking forward to Alright, that yeah. sounds great Apple We're starting off with um, games that we played last year, right? Mm-hmm Okay, so should I go first? Yeah, go first. Go first. <laughs> okay, a game that I enjoyed last year, uh, that I played around mid mid last year, June July, was actually a visual novel game. Wow, <laughs> um, a Yuri visual novel game. It's called Yo. Yeah, um, it's called A Summer's End, Hong Kong, nineteen ninety something. Nineteen ninety something. What's the name? Nineteen. Okay, what's it about? What's it about, bruh? What's it about? Okay, it's about basically this girl. <laughs> um, she was on yeah, the I way to. I reminds me of Ghost in the Shell or something like that. Yes, like it's very, like the 80s the color. Anime, yeah, too? very eighties anime and the, the aesthetic and the music of the game is so like. Boom! I I have to play it like so like off. boom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> it's just so aesthetically pleasing, I guess, to me personally, because I really like the neon, the neon lights, all those like electric sounds, you know, that bring you back to the past, and um, <laughs> just the, the story. The past where you didn't exist. Uh, it does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not even born in 1980. I'm not born either. <laughs> <laughs> Who's even alive? I don't think my. I, I, I Your siblings know. are not alive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, probably not. Imagine having a sister in 1986. Um, but just uh, it doesn't have a it doesn't have multiple endings if I remember correctly. It only has like maybe like it does have a lot of endings, but there's only like three main ones, right? Mm. And just. It also has an adult patch which you have to manually put on <laughs> If you want to know Adult patch? Yeah What, what does it hide? What does it hide? You can I mean, see the, see the light those. beams are gone oh, <laughs> No, not that It just adds extra scenes in like the stories uh, In like the chapters where They do the They do, do the, the sexy know, stuff They do the smexy stuff, you know? Smexy. <laughs> yeah, the the R eighteen stuff. Did Apple turn off the adult pack? Did you turn it on? Of course I did. <laughs> oh yeah, if I know how to put it, you just go properties on Steam on the game, and then you just add it on. Very easy. But um, overall, I really enjoyed the game, and like. Damn, the characters, oh my god, the main character made me so <laughs> angry <laughs> sometimes <laughs> By the way Why? she's thinking Because her love interest, okay Um, who is this girl's name? I haven't played this like last you year You don't remember her Her love interest Um, uh, typing They have like English names because in Hong Kong, like what Um, this is like 1986 if i remember correctly the british is like not really they're like starting to oh politics <laughs> um politics politics okay the british were like uh not settling like coming out so like last time in hong kong a lot of people had like english names if i remember correctly and um 
What's her name? Michelle. Yeah, the main character's name is Michelle. Oh my god, that's such a Chinese, like, uh, what? So, Michelle really made me pissed off. That, I guess that's the gif of it. But, um, overall, as an, like, it's an LGBTQ, LGBTQ like, love story visual novel that I really enjoyed. And, like, that was unfiltered and, like, Michelle's relationship with her mother in the game, alright? Uh, I kind of felt like, how do I explain it? I relate you to it somehow. Like, yeah. Because like you, can you know empathize how like, with it, I guess. yeah empathize like Michelle's an idiot with her relationship with um the main like the main love interest, but like them don't they really do make like story uh, like characters in this game kind of empathizable something. <laughs> so yeah, mm. I guess yeah, I think I'm done with talking about this. But yeah, how about you? Okay, since you a game you played, you last brought year. up the passion, yeah. uh, passionate talk about the first one. Let okay. me bring <laughs> my f my favorite story game from last year. All right, my favorite story game of last year was Xenoblade Three on the Switch. Damn, that's such a different oh story. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, yeah, but. I mean, yeah, it's not gay, but you know. Yeah, it's not gay. <laughs> so you different. lost my interest. You lost it's my interest. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the point was that Xenoblade Three is the culmination of what the writers have wanted since the first game, right? So for me, who has seen and played the game since like they came out when it was twenty twelve, I I played it around like first in uh, twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen, but the mm -hmm. game has stuck a chord with me because when I was a when I was a kid like I watched the cutscenes and like it made me tear up it's so heartfelt the first game and then when I played the second game it's the first switch game I completed I bought that before I had my switch to be honest Zero Bit 2 oh. so I have a very very heartfelt attachment to the game so when the Zero Bit 3 came out Holy shit, it's such a love letter for the fans And the gameplay, you don't even need to be a fan to love the game Because the gameplay is so fucking polished It's like the most um, polished gameplay out of the three um, And the story, the story people might say Xenoblade 1 is better I can see why, because that one is the best written story But Xenoblade 3 uh, is a combination of Okay, imagine this lah, right? Xenoblade 3 is where the worlds of Xenoblade 2 and Xenoblade 1 after a, a few hundred years to a thousand years after the stories of each they the worlds merge together so this world has landmarks that you can see between both games merge together the cultures and enemies of both games merge together the species and races of both games merge together like you mix a mix of both sides lah, right? and the game's about war so what? imagine that lah, right? The war from the, the races from the Xenoblade 2 universe and the war of the races between the Xenoblade 1 universe. The game is that they are stuck in a perpetual eternity to fight till death. And even after yeah. death, they come back. They forget everything but they come back. So the war is eternity. And the whole point of the game, the story of the game, is to mm -hmm. tell you they tell you a lot about like the existentialism of death because they only have 10 years to live and then they only can fight war so what are we living for uh, when they first time they see like characters outside of their 10 year uh, growth rate you know, growth range where they finally see humans that are more than like 
20 years old to 50 years old plus they be like oh my god why is he so wrinkly <laughs> why is he so old oh my god there's a baby you know it's like they get so fascinated with the world that's beyond what they know and it really has this good message about life birth and death and stuff like that but again it's such a passionate love letter for the for the fans and everything said the music is amazing the gameplay is so fun and i could not put that game down during the month that it came out like holy shit but yeah xenoblade 3 if you because all three games are available on the switch for those of you who want a very good uh open like large scale rpg do try the Xenoblade franchise and three. Whether you start from three or you end at three, you're gonna have a good time. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it more than that. That's good <laughs> enough. Yeah, I I mean I know you're a really big fan of Xenoblade uh, franchise. I haven't played a game, um, Xenoblade game, like any of the game, uh, me personally, but like I'm I'm down to play it. Yeah, someone but I'm down to play it if someone would buy me the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I mean, one thing, like, let's say, like, right, one example, one tangent is like Elira started playing Xenoblade uh, within the past year and or two, right? Elira and now Gisanji, it's like right? one of her favorite, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of her favorite franchises ever now. So, I'm just telling you, there's somebody I can vouch with, you know? It's like, damn, you know, girl, let's go! <laughs> she played Tree first, right? No, three came out during la- three came out in, in July last year. She started uh, one like, I think she played one and then two and then three. Ooh, in order, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cause like the funniest thing with her also is that when Zimbabwe three has a few ships, right? When okay. the ship was kind of sailing at the end, there she was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The ships aren't like. Oh, we're dating like legit. It's like you feel the, you the sexual the, tension. No, no, not sexual tension, lah. <laughs> no, it's like okay. One of the characters called Uni in Xenoblade Three. Mm. Um, she has basically in Xenoblade Three, you partner up with somebody from the op- opposing like, co- uh, com- uh, what are, colonies. Like I say, one side race and one side race one, right? So they each partner with somebody from the opposite games races. So they they grow together to understand each other's like culture. Oh. So Uni as a girl, she's from like the Xenoblade One universe, and she partners up with a with a guy from the Xenoblade Two universe. The, the Xenoblade Two universe guy is kind of a smart ass, kind of a like a very cautious guy, and then the girl is like the sassy. Like uh, <laughs> speak her own mind type of girl, right? Okay. So by the end, right, it's a tease. She's like, because they have to farewell at the end, because the whole game is that they want to break this eternity, right? Oh. So when they farewell, the farewell, right? Elira was popping off like a motherfucker the whole time. Because <laughs> <laughs> like during the farewell, they of course like all the partners talk to each other and then they feel like. Obviously, it feels like they're saying bye forever, but we'll meet again type of feel, you know? Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then those two specifically are specifically really cute. So I can see why Elira likes it a lot. For those of you who played the game, you know where it's coming from. Even if you haven't seen the ending, you can see, you can feel the vibe. 
of why why Elira would be like, oh my god, that's what that's you that's what you're getting to. Let's go. Ooh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say at least at least watch the cutscenes for Xenoblade the series. It's a really good movie even still. I Ooh, feel like yeah, I feel like I saw like a like couple hours long video on YouTube of just the cutscenes. One of the one of the cutscenes from Xenoblade One is like during the first three hours of the game, right? That every time the music swells and I fucking cry, it's like oh my god, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you really, really should like try it one day. Try it one day. Anyways, hmm. what's next on your list? What's next on my list? Um, honestly, last year I played like some games, right? But then I never finished them. But like, I'm only talking about the ones that I finished. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I played the sussy games. No, no, no. I I finished them. <laughs> Paw Patrol. That's that's wholesome. That's not sussy, okay? <laughs> I finished Paw Patrol, um, like, uh, Dog Safe Adventure Bay or something. Uh, it was for a stream. I did. Yeah, I stream on Twitch. Wow. Um, yeah. I feel like I was losing my mind during, uh, playing Paw Patrol. Like. Why? Was the gameplay shit? I, I'm surprised that you brought this game up. On like a, a list of like our games we liked from last year, do you like Paw Patrol? Yeah, I think it was pretty fun. Right. I I think <laughs> <laughs> like my whole head like kind of blacked out after it, but I think it was a fun stream. <laughs> the stream was fun, but the game is shit. Yeah, but so uh, buy Paw Patrol now. Oh, but it's on Game Pass, right? It's on Game Pass. So, I mean, even so you don't even have it, to buy. Cheap. It. Yeah. Go, go, go play it and you'll see. Fuck no. <laughs> play it and you'll see. If you give me a handy manny game, maybe I'll play it. Like, that's a show I watched back then. Paw Patrol, that's too young because I'm already old now. Damn. Damn, you reveal your age. What? <laughs> it's just older. I was, I was like, I grew up during the Nicktoons era, I guess. I grew up during the Disney Junior era. Disney Junior. <laughs> Hi, hey guys, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> M I C K E Y. M O U S E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess I enjoyed Paw Patrol. <laughs> good, good. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. <laughs> At least yeah. it's competent. Um. Yeah. Are you so. seriously wanting to represent? Paw Patrol during this segment. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I like generally I didn't really play a lot of games last year. I think because I was going. You believe? Through, yeah, I was going through like a like a phase. Yeah, like a social butterfly phase. <laughs> Ain't no time Apple has her emo phase now. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am in my You're emo phase. needy streamer. Ah, uh, yeah. So, anything else that you have finished? No? Um, I finished... Um, ooh, another game I played on stream. That actually is a very high quality and amazing game that you can find on uh, Game Pass. It's called... A Plague Tale Requiem. The rat game. Apple keeps sharing where she bought this stuff <laughs> even though she's not sponsored. <laughs> Lol. Um... <laughs> like, please so. support Game Pass! 
I Game Pass is amazing. What do you mean? I'm not I, saying it is. I'm the one that recommended it to you. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to spend two hundred on games anymore on like Steam, but like <laughs> last year I got my PC. Okay, so I started playing a lot more high, like more well graphic game. Okay, Genshin World Impact. <laughs> Genshin Impact. Oh my god. Yeah. That was the first game I played on my PC, okay? But um, I got my PC in October, so I started streaming around then also. And You should have played Minecraft with shaders on. I have no one to play Minecraft with. Oh yeah, everybody left sad. <laughs> <laughs> they abandoned you. Nah, they all abandoned Minecraft. They abandoned- You abandoned me, okay. In the Heights reference But um, not night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah 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 That Okay A Plague Tale Requiem uh, As like the rat game I like to call it I had so much fun Like I had three streams of this Okay And each stream The funniest stream thing is, is more Apple than... will try to search A rat game on Google <laughs> Like I didn't know how to damn. spell it Okay I didn't know how to spell Requiem A Plague um, But <laughs> I had three streams of this game And each stream is more than five hours Damn, no sleep? Yeah, no sleep. I like, I've like played into like 9 to like 6 on one of the streams, I think. 9 wow, p.m. Wow, you to just 6 had an 8, eight like 8 hour work, work day with the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like that could, t uh, I feel like you could tell how much I had fun. Did you even eat lunch that time? If you like stream from 9 to 6? Or is Why it like night lunch when you can just snack throughout the game? Bruh. But basically, it's like a stealth game. I mean, you can go all guns blazing also. I did that on some of the stages, of what parts of the game. But like, I feel like the most resourceful how the game wanted you to play is basically like stealth, like Hitman. Hiding in the cover and like, what? I mean, little sneaky sneaky. Yeah, little sneaky sneaky. And oh yeah, the very funny part, my first dream, okay. I was playing in normal mode, okay? And then halfway through, I, was, I just gave up and just played in baby mode the whole whole game <laughs> to the yeah. end. I mean, it was hard, okay? Like, the grass was burning, the peop the old old like medieval people are trying to chase you out of the fucking grass, and the rats are coming towards you also. I was like, what the hell do I, am I supposed to do? Chew rocks, I only had rocks, okay? I only had rocks. Oh shit, a rat! Yeah, the rats! The rat kings! They're like, damn. Uh, but this is the second game. I didn't play the first game. Though, I, I do have it in the backlog. It's called Plague Tale Innocence. Um, it basically, it just like shows how they gone to this new area. And what? Yeah. <laughs> but um, if I remember correctly, Plague Tale Requiem is more like gameplay-wise. I heard Innocence is like more story, you know? I feel like Requiem, they just went to like one place, rats come, and then go to another place, and then the rats come. Because the boy that <laughs> <laughs> the boy that the main character is protecting, right? Is Sounds like, like back alleys, no matter where you <laughs> are. Yeah. Go here, rats come. Go here, rats come. Hmm. Oh yeah. Okay, this got off tangent, but like, do you know that Kuala Lumpur, Kel, right? Mm -hmm. In the underground, we have no rats. You know what's under underground instead? Monotolizers. Mm -hmm. What kind of lizards? Like four-legged lizards? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, we have no rats underground. We have monitor lizards. I guess the lizards, lizards ate all the rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no more jungle to live in. <laughs> They're the new sewer. <laughs> yeah. 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The sewer is a concrete jungle, after all. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the main character that um is protecting his boy is like his little his, uh younger brother, and the boy is called like a disease. The disease attracts rats. So that's basically it. And so then, he's the plague. Yeah. And like the ending is just so beautiful actually. The whole game was beautiful, like the graphics and everything. Like damn, the sun was literally shining in my eye through the game even though it was like 2 p.m. 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you should lower your brightness up. Yeah, maybe I should do that. Well, I just wear sunglasses um well gaming. <laughs> so yeah, and the ending is like, oh my god. In the end, oh shit. Uh spoiler alert. I'm gonna say spoiler. The boy mm -hmm. dies. The younger brother dies because, and you know who killed him? The the Ooh. main character, the girl, the rats, because no. it's like no, because like he was getting taken over by rats and like, what? He was getting dangerous, so like the main character had to kill him, and it's like, we learned that there's a never-ending cycle of the the like the disease coming onto a, like a young boy, and. <sighs> just the rat spreading so like the main character have decided on the path on herself that she will try and guide like the protector and the rat uh rat controller or something down a good path unlike the one that she did with um her younger brother yeah overall mm. yeah I, I overall i can't really explain the game that well without saying a lot of like stuff i mean one of the boss fights I had I struggled with, even though I was in baby mode, like with the bald guy. Damn, that part was hard. Yeah, I had to be stealthy, but like the guy, like he had like magnum ears or something. <laughs> even like even when I was like um, moving slow and stuff, he was like, "I hear you" or something. And it's like God, that was scary. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I did heard like quite a few good things from the A Plague Tale. I'm yeah. probably not the right person to play this, but yeah, it seems fun. Mm, like you gotta play the horror. Is it horror? Yeah. Kind of. No, it's no thriller. It's more thriller, I guess. Thriller. Like there's a lot of like moments where it's like it jump scares you, but then like you die straight away, so you have to play that part again, you know. And then you're like mm. normally jump scared, but like there's a lot of parts where you just chase it, go like what, getting chased by a lot of rats. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally so much parts where I can remember like getting chased by rats, <laughs> and the best mechanics. Day, best uh, game yeah. ever. And um, the mechanic of like what, uh, the main character having like rocks or like crafting alchemy stuff like um fire, thermite, and like what, and like putting out the guards um torches because the rats are scared of fire. Oh. Yeah. So that's a whole mechanic that, that was fun. I really like those parts. I really don't like the parts where like the guards and the rats are chasing you at the same time though. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. 10 out of 10. Fun game. 9 out of 10 actually. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. So how about you? I said like two games. Alright. Um. Now I'm contemplating whether I want to say Splatoon mm -hmm. 3. But uh, I did finish the single player. Ah. But I can't really say I completed it because I skipped a lot of levels. Now, the interesting thing about Splatoon 3's uh, campaign yeah. is that they improved it a lot from the second game. I played uh, I played the first game's campaign, the second game's campaign, and the third game's campaign. Mm. Now, uh, the one thing I can't say is just that I'm not that 
big of a like an ongoing like live service game type of person. Like I really want to play Splatoon 3, but I just don't really want to join the people like in the <laughs> Malaysian Splatoon community to play. Cause they're too try hard. They know too much. I suck. Okay, I don't want to play yeah. with them. I get I die every time. So Splatoon is a fun game. It's about squids, uh, like squid kids inking the turf <laughs> or inking each other. Yeah. It's very that's British. All you need to say, like it's the whole the win condition of the game is to ink more turf than the other team. That's all. You can kill them, but uh, the only thing that does is that it slows them down from inking the turf, and also uh, when you splat them, it splats the area that they died at, so it helps ink the turf. So that's the multiplayer side. Ah, uh, there's a lot of improvements there, but it's just like Overwatch 2 to Overwatch 1. It's incremental improvements. But the best thing about Splatoon 3, the Splatoon series has really good uh, world building, right? So let's say like yeah, Splatoon 1 is built in a a more primitive-ish city. Imagine like a like a city that only started for like 10 to 15 years. It's a very basic city. And uh, at the time, the culture was very like very basic. Where the main, uh, the main pop culture there was just two idol singers. And then in the Splatoon two, they evolved to like these idol singers and some other bands have branched out to inspire many many other artists to make music. That's why there's more variety of music in the game. There's more var- There's a new uh, duo idol like a quote unquote idol duo uh, with uh, Pearl and Marina in Splatoon two. And then uh, that one was a. Uh, f- was a I think a two year in game gap and also an out of game gap time skip right so like the time of the game's release is the time of the uh, of the game itself in game lore wise so let's say uh, Splatoon 1 was two years and then it's Splatoon 2 and then five years later it's Splatoon 3's world oh uh, so that's why the changes in the world so let's say Splatoon 3 the the Splatoon is interesting in the sense that the final sp- they the they call like the the event uh competition Splatfest, where everybody in the world gets to pick a side. Like let's say you pick mayo versus ketchup, right? You pick a side, okay. and then you can fight for your side. And who wins? That would determine the next uh next storyline. So the storyline from uh Splatoon two was chaos versus order. The final battle was Chaos versus Order. So that Chaos won Splatoon 2's final set fest. So that determined what Splatoon 3's plot is gonna be. So in Splatoon 3, the whole world is now in chaos. The oh, world wow. got fucked. Alright, the world got fucked after the Splatoon 2 story. So now to save uh because the, the Splatoon 3 setting is set in like a a, 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 real, a town in the middle of a desert now. Compared to like the previous one where it's a bustling city. Hmm. Very interesting. Like Shibuya versus like somewhere rural, yeah. right? Kansas. Not Kansas, like somewhere <laughs> in Japan, la, compared to the same region. Ma. Okay. Uh, okay, like Osaka okay. or something. Okay, oh, okay, maybe not Osaka. Like somewhere like Hok- not Hokkaido. Somewhere down there. Down where I forgot where. Okinawa, somewhere closer to that one. La. A okay. little bit. La. Right. So uh, let's say the main story is very interesting because in terms of gameplay wise, they change it from like previously where it's like level to level to level to level. But now the level is like you get an open area and any level you want to choose and unlock, it all depends on you. How much you want to play, it depends on you. 
the previous game was like that, but it's it's little more linear lah, like like level based one to two to three to four. You can you can skip a level or two, but not too many lah. I just skip like half of the game or more. <laughs> I just wanted to see the story finish, <laughs> and the story finish was quite hype, quite hype. So it was pretty good. Oh. Yeah, Splatoon Three is uh, interesting, and uh, I love the fact that there's this whole lore and culture behind the songs. There's you know how like as as a music geek yourself, you if you're nerdy enough to know the story of the artist, right? You like them for the for them and stuff, just the songs. Yeah. There's stories for every single artist in Splatoon. <laughs> it's Wait, like, what? oh, how did these characters form? Why are they like this? And what makes up like let's say like in Splatoon's bands, right? Let's say uh, a a a group band called ABXY. They actually have names. They have their own mm-hmm. style. They have their own culture and like it's made up of like let's say a sea urchin, a jellyfish, uh, a lobster and like a squid, squid kid, right? So like like this they have their lore and then some of them were ex-members of previous bands from the previous game that split up. I'm like, oh. why does this go so fucking deep? <laughs> <laughs> I just like watch a YouTube video about this. The people go deep in this shit, okay? It's there. You can you can look at the lore like technically Splatoon is a world post-apocalyptic world where humans are non-existent, which is like it's it's not really delved into, but it's in the lore. So like Nintendo always does this for some reason. It's very interesting, mm-hmm. but I'm not the type to go that deep, lah. Right? I just watch like lore like iceberg videos on YouTube, you know, <laughs> the Splatoon iceberg explain video. <laughs> but yeah, like it's deep as shit. And just like like I would say just like Overwatch 2 versus Overwatch 1, you literally don't have to play the old game anymore. But like also the same thing is like sometimes the maps just don't come back to the new game. The some of the weapons don't come back to the new game. So there are still people who are attached to the older games. Oh. Right? Like the Wii U versions Platoon 1, there are still people playing it to this day. Even though there's literally no reason to <laughs> I mean like unlike um Splatoon, like they have one, two, three, right? Overwatch uh, uh, two, you can't play Overwatch one anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference where they literally just ah uh, be like, no, don't play it anymore. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just curious whether the Overwatch community will ever make like a private server mod for the Overwatch one. Honestly, I think there is, like that you can make custom games. But um, are you done? Yeah. Okay, so let me go on my tangent of Overwatch since um, okay, there's a new segment. Games that we are currently playing and are enjoying, right? Yeah, yes. I mean, I still have one more just now. I have Scarlet and Violet, but it's fine. You, know? you finished that? Yalla! What the oh. fuck, la? You played it so late. I was, I was about to say that for like games that I'm like currently playing also. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you when you talk about it, we can I can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we can talk about it together. Um, but Overwatch Two, I've been playing so much Overwatch Two. <laughs> you know, right? This girl has been playing it during our last episode, bruh. I mean, she's just playing against <laughs> bots, but still. It's 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 the uh, it's like what? It's the grind, bro. Yeah. Apple's in the DP. Sigma grind set now. I need the battle pass points. Um, but even when I was like on my trip recently, because I was on like a one week trip, mm. I kept on watching videos of Overwatch because I was like, I can't play it. 
wait, I can't play. I know my skills will get get like lost or something. <laughs> so I just continued like what watching videos. She's full gamer mode now, man. Yeah, it's like I need to play Overwatch. <laughs> You need to ingrain your life in Overwatch, you know? Just never to not think about it. I mean, I, to be fair, I, I think I'm about the same with Smash Brothers Ultimate, but, you know... I watch competitive Smash, I play it, it's fun! Yeah. But I can, like, literally not play for, like, two weeks and still be okay enough to play, lah. I think you're the same, lah. Uh, I think. I can remember, like, how the heroes move, but, like... Positioning is, like, I get, like, forgetfulness, but, like... Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch 2. Overall, I haven't. I didn't play Overwatch one. Like when, what? Okay, I'm curious. What made you so addicted to Overwatch two? Okay. Don't tell me it's the battle pass, because no, then no. I will have. I'll go down the tangent of like, battle passes are shit, man. Can we go <laughs> back to loot boxes? Uh, no, I don't think actually loot boxes are good. But you know, you know. that is a discussion topic. To be fair, I would prefer if they bring back the. Uh, what loot boxes in Overwatch 2, okay? Mm. Like, the battle pass is okay, but like, there's a lot of stuff you can't even get as a free person. Like, I I haven't spent any money on Overwatch 2 yet. Surprisingly. <laughs> but that's yeah, another but you story. you have to grind. You're paying with your yeah, time, Apple. I know, but like, it's not about that. I'm not all about that, okay? You're not I'm all about, about that, you just want to play the game, you know? Yeah, You're I just want to play the game! Base. I just want to play the game! Like, the game is just fun. Like, unlike Apex or Valorant, right? Where it's like all serious or something. Overwatch 2, I'm just here to have a great time. Come in. It's a hero shooter, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not, not even a shooter. A lot of like, the characters don't even have like guns as their main thing, okay? So like, I'm just here to have a great time. Come in and die. <laughs> Come in and die. You don't. Yeah. You can't die in real life. Come here to die. Yeah. Nah. But like, I I don't play competitive Overwatch for a very good reason. Overwatch two players are toxic. That's that's the thing. That's that just goes plain for many shooting simple. games overall. <laughs> We're toxic. We complain it's toxic, but we still play it. Okay. <laughs> Esports e gamers are always in Stockholm Syndrome, man. We're trapped! <coughs> trapped in toxic relationships. <coughs> so yeah. like, okay, you mentioned battle passes. I think the worst thing about battle passes is just that compared to like loot boxes where you... Mm -hmm. There is fun to gamble, like quote-unquote gambling gamble. yeah. to the point where you get the thing, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The thing about battle passes is just that they, they force you to feel FOMO for something that you could get yes. but takes you so much effort to get right yeah. you need to be there every day if not you cannot get it because you look down the line right like maybe like two weeks later this event will end yeah and then like if i don't play every day i will not make it to the end bro so you yeah, have to yeah. play every day and even though you play like let's say like one week you still won't be there yet man right but yeah. then what if some another day like oh shit i cannot play today and then now you just fucked why did i play all the, that whole time Fuck me, you know that yeah, feeling. Yeah, it's like you wasted time. <laughs> like, like compared um, to like Genshin's, mm? Genshin's like dailies. Can you like tell me? I feel like there's a difference between these two in terms of like how they make you feel. Yeah, Genshin is grindy. Real like, but it's like a different type of grindy. It's like dailies is like easy to do. No, no, no. Doing the commissions are uh, easy to do. But then, if you want to go further on your dailies, right? 
you have to plan out the days where these stuff, certain items are like available on that day. You have to grind for it with your resin. And the resin part of the Genshin, oh my god. That's such pain. Like if you don't finish up your Genshin or you like wake up later than usual, then your resin's wasted. Like it's just capped. So like, oh my god. So I think on one reason why it feels bad for Battle Pass in Overwatch is because the time commitment is much longer as well. One mm. game is last longer than one session in Genshin for grinding, right? I feel like that's the case. And like you want to grind to the point where you get like the next level up, quote unquote, right? In Overwatch 2, it takes you like yeah, 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 yeah. a few hours. Mm. And um, that sucks. Thank God I'm not also, in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're so lucky. Uh, but also Genshin has gacha and both the battle pass. So they're living both of the best. They're living yeah, both of the worlds. I think it's the options that are good. I think yeah, Overwatch they only have the battle pass, and the battle pass is so like full. It makes you feel full more. You can't buy the things that they 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 have in the battle pass. I mean, gacha you have to pay, right? Oh wait, there is a free way to get the resources point, right? Yeah. Like by grinding the game. Yeah. Much. But Overwatch too, like either you pay or you play, right? Yes. No, it's not even play. Like, even if I play, how many coins can I get? One week, at least I can get one coin, maybe. <laughs> and one like, coin? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, with the way I'm progressing right now. Okay? They pay you in peas. Yeah, like... This is minimum wage, lower than minimum pass, wage. For the battle pass, right? You can, pay, uh, you can pay it with either real money or the coins, right? The in-game currency. But then, like... If you don't use your real money, you have to get the coins. How do you get the coins? You do these type of certain things, right? In one week. And then all those certain things, it depends on your like teammates and stuff, right? It's a pain in the ass. A true pain in the ass. Like currently I have like 339 coins or something, right? To buy a battle pass, you need 1000 coins, okay? Bro. And you know how many times, you know how long I've been playing Overwatch too. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I spent like 100 on the skin, 100 coins on the skin recently, but like... Doing that, I only Do you get like buyer's remorse on that? Huh. Do you regret the purchase? Not really, I mean, it's just one skin. Like, yeah, but it talks so much to get one skin. What if I want... What if you could have gotten the other skin, you know? <laughs> no, I mean... Like, damn. I recently wanted to actually buy the battle pass buy some coins right yeah i'm gonna buy some coins right because i got some money recently uh that's how they paycheck. get ya <laughs> but actually my payment didn't go through and i'm lucky thank because god that, that that would have been like an impulse buy i'll be like i spent 40 ringgit on the <laughs> and then on because coins. you paid once then the next time you pay you don't feel as bad you're al you almost fell down this rabbit hole bro i mean I my battle pass is already completed though I'm like in the extra extra times of like battle pass where all you can get is just like name like what you know the like roles or something role names or something hmm. um that shows on your uh, like what other people like I'm on that part already I completed all of the battle pass you know like until the final skin that you can get when you pay for the battle pass but like I'm like should I I tried it my payment didn't go through I'm like okay I'm done it doesn't want my money and I don't think I should spend. <laughs> yes. That was my whole tangent. No, okay. I still have some stuff. <laughs> oh no. 
We don't have time for this. No, we do. You <laughs> We're gonna go and overwatch tangent for two hours. Oh no! Can I tell you how much it pisses me off? Whenever, <laughs> whenever people sweat in quick play. Why? Sweat, sweaty gamers. Yes. Why? Like why? Then after that, they be like, uh, like why they try like, hard like a motherfucker. Yeah, and then like after that, when we lose or something, it's like uninstall. Like, like they type in chat to everyone, uninstall. And then they come like, back. <laughs> it's like, bruh, this is this is just quick pay. It's not even competitive. Please chill. Not even that. Like like I have so many moments in Overwatch 2 that made me seriously so pissed off. Uh, <laughs> like damn. Can't people you like the pain? No, why can't people just admit I'm better than them? <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> now okay. she's just showing off. Okay, that's like enough of that. But like, another thing, the matchmaking of Watch 2 is horrible. Like, I know the new patch, the new season, is gonna be better, right? But like, damn. Matchmaking seriously horrible. Even I, even I know they're not sweating. They're just better than me. Okay. No, actually, mm. my teammates are bad. Um. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> okay, but like, seriously. You're part of the problem. No, but seriously, whenever I play with my <laughs> friends, right? I feel like I lose more compared to when I uh, play alone because, like, I think we're just putting matches that like confusing the system because I'm like. I play more and my friends only play like, I don't know, two hours, one, two hours, right? I play like how many hours? Four hours plus. Also, you're not, the, the matchmaking is not balanced because everybody yeah. here is not the same level, right? Yeah, something like that. And uh, yeah, on competitive also, whenever I play, I feel like there's always like a masters on like the opposite team or like grandmaster gold where I'm like still in bronze because I don't play competitive, right? And it's like, god damn, what the fuck is happening? Get out of spawn, dies. And yeah. They just camp your spawn? Yeah, they just camp. I'm like, why? Why you do this? <laughs> why, why you don't like here? fun? <laughs> why are we just here to suffer? <laughs> okay. Okay, I think that's enough of a watch too. Right, let's talk about Pokemon. Yeah, let's go. Alright, oh, Apple, how far did you get? I'm currently on I'm currently on like the third, third, third gym. Third gym? Which uh, which which gym did you go? Third gym doesn't help because everyone is available at the start, technically. Yeah, true. Which one is it? The the, the what? God. What type? What type? Oh wait. What type? Just say like a, a type of Pokemon. I, th I think rather than gym, I'm like at the... I finished Titan. two. I, I finished two of the like the mythical beast thing, right? Uh-huh. And then I only finished one of Team Star. Ah. Oh. And then the gym I'm at is actually the second gym, I think. It's the the, the, the grass lady. Not the grass, uh, bug. He's not a lady. Oh, oh, yeah, bug, 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 yeah. Bug lady. Yeah. <laughs> She's not a lady. Te <laughs> okay. No, technically the bug is the first gym. She has the really? lowest level. Yeah. The second gym okay. is the grass one. Grass one is who again? The one with the whip. 
The Sunflora trial. I don't know if you did that one. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I've been doing it in like weird like patches of my day, of my like whole time playing. So like, yeah. Which starter did you go with again? Oh, I went with the the weird dinosaur crocodile thing. Oh, you went with Fui Coco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. I hope you, you look with, forward um, to the final. I went with no, I'm, uh, at the, I'm at the final. I'm at the final evolution already. Skeledurge. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I like the firebird thing. I just like, why does it have like a weird afro now? That's... <laughs> Oh, yeah. I can see. No, he has a bald head. He has a you know, he's like a bald yeah, spot. You know, a the bald head. receding yeah, but hairline. Like, but the side things are like technically it's, ugly. it's just flames. It's ugly. Okay, it technically it's just flames. I think it's the way they render I the flames that looks ugly. Maybe I'm. I think a mohawk would have been better. Bruh, you just wanted to become <laughs> punk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has a microphone as one of the moves, right? But yeah, yeah. torch song. Very interesting yeah. song. Yeah, it could have been a rocker. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but I, I, I think it's good that Skeledurge is on her his four feet because it, it, we have been having too many like bipedal Pokemon starter uh, evolutions yeah, for yeah, a long yeah. time. We haven't had like one that stays on the feet for a while now. Um, like I went with Quaxley the duck. The very funny thing is that his final evolution, Quaquavel, is a samba <laughs> duck. You know, he's a samba <laughs> dancing duck, which is funny as shit. But man, if like I streamed the game because I wanted to sh like document my gameplay, mm. every single major boss battle by the end of the game, like the last few gyms and the final boss, oh my god, that fucking Quavel clutched it every fucking time. Like I was like last hit, last Pokemon, and then I hit the move, and then it, my speed rises because his signature move is uh, raises once one uh, one level of speed. And then the oh. next move, I hit him before he hits me. So, like, let's go! I fucking <laughs> didn't die! Oh my god, man. It, I, like, the way I play the game now is like, mm. I don't really bother playing too much of the game. I just want to catch what's, what I see. And uh, I just want to complete as much as I can That's that comes up to me, right? Oh. I'm not like... I'm not... Like, the funny thing about Scarlet and Violet, it's, it's a really good game. In the sense that the, mm. the, the way the game is made the game the way the game is made kind of shit but the way the <laughs> yeah. game concept surely is really good conceptually it's really good it's like yeah. the first major open world where there are no major loading screens there are mm. uh no every pokemon you can see in the overall but you know because like recently i've been starting to play pokemon legends arceus i did not buy the game when it launched because this game is very not optimized when it was shown in trailers. I like I had to boycott this shit. This Damn. is not what I want from Pokemon, alright? Because even Sword and Shield was more polished. Like the first trailer of Legends Arceus was running in fucking 10 frames per second. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Okay. Now Scarlet and Violet wasn't 10 frames, it was 15 frames. <laughs> I guess that's uh, it's it's no one is because also the art design is more appealing to me. So I went with Scarlet and Violet. It's like they I want to see what they took from Legend Arceus as a lesson to Scarlet and Violet. Now the bad thing is just that these two games released within the same year, so I hundred percent believe they couldn't implement too much before this game came in, because you know Legend Arceus is a better optimized game 
now because it's an open zone like a monster hunter where they load one zone at a time uh. right let's say like let's say like uh you just get access to a bukit bintang <laughs> to <laughs> travel <laughs> today okay. and then like you can swap to the next area is like surya klcc area they, they the oh. loading is contained to that area so the the loading is the draw distance is bigger you know how like scarlet and violet everything pops yeah, in yeah. right yeah and then anything that's farther than you by like two meters the fucking frame rate drops to half Anything like even if it's still inside, it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like I can see that guy walking behind there. It's like just a little bit further from me only, and it's already looking at half the frame rate. Like what the fuck? I run at like let's say I run at thirty frames per second. That guy runs at fucking fifteen frames per second. The windmill at the back there runs at two frames per second. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. The way they optimize this game is so weird. But the mm-hmm. game like I I I had to. I I think that part like I just didn't care about too much anymore after like the first like five hours, because at mm. that point like I'm actually having fun. The game yeah. is really fun. The way the Pokemon uh, are everywhere, it feels interesting. And then the fact that you can find like Pokemon that are completely not you're you're not ready to fight those Pokemon. They're just oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's cool because like let's say like I went to the I went to the direction after the Bug type gym leader. At the mm. bottom left there, I thought I can go there. I thought there's a second gym, but turns out there's obviously uh you cannot traverse that terrain yet until you complete one of the titans, and uh, that place is level fucking forty Pokemon. <laughs> I went there with level fifteen, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So like level twenty, level fifteen, I went there. I caught a Dano, I like a Dragon type Pokemon. Like oh my god, I never got to use this Dragon type Pokemon before in like my main playthrough. I found it, I caught it. I'm like I can't even use it, and it cost me like five Pokemon deaths to get that Pokemon, and I can't even use it yet because I haven't beaten up gyms. I'm like okay, but this is cool. I wish I can use it, but I have to wait. Interesting. And then like this game has given me so many like memorable moments. And the writing's decent. The writing's pretty okay. Uh, it's it's better than Sword and Shield, I think. Um, mm. I don't know about Legend Arceus, but I think the Legends Arceus. Uh, right now, I'm just barely started. I'm streaming it on my YouTube channel as well, but uh, I'm not I'm not planning to grind it that fast. Alright, but Scarlet Violet was really fun, and I finished the main story. The story is the finale is amazing. By the way, you it's really challenging. It's really fun. Really oh. fresh. So when you get there, right? I'm telling you the, the you because in Scarlet and Violet they split this up to main three main story paths, right? You get three story paths: Team Star, uh, the gym tri- the gym tri- challenge, and also the Titans, right? Yeah, yeah. You can finally unlock the final story after you complete these three paths. So it's like oh. these three paths. You complete these three paths, then you unlock the post story after these three paths. Like let's say you. You know the rivals of each one, right? Like let's say you got Nemona for the for the gym challenge, you mm-hmm. got Arvin with the Titans, and then you got Penny with the 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 Team Star story. You know the the yeah, support yeah, yeah. person, right? They always come to you, give the, you the phone, stuff yeah. after, yeah. So these three, uh, the finale is the fact that you the the stories loop into there as a central center point, and that Ooh. story is amazing. The battles are the set pieces are so cool. It's so fucking beautiful, man. You know, like yeah. in the map, the center is a is a hole, right? Yeah, the crater uh, zone zero. Area zero Area is zero. fucking beautiful. It's amazing. Ooh. 
It's the best design location. I feel like people are saying they probably designed Area Zero first before the whole fucking game. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the most optimized location, and it has like actual cutscenes while you're walking the place. Well, the only thing missing is that they don't have voice acting, which would really <laughs> have helped. Cause like yeah. they have subtitles while you're walking. You know how like a lot of stories where they s- the the characters talk while you're walking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that, but there's no voice acting. <laughs> yeah, I think voice acting will made it into another level though. At least voice acting for that section, please. Yeah. And then like it's just very very interesting. This this game is so interesting to play. Like I I love the fact that they're marketing. They did not mm-hmm. tell anybody what Pokemon there was. They only took like 30 max Pokemon and there's like 400 Pokemon in this game. <laughs> they, they basically share like maximum oh, under yeah. 50 Pokemon. And then you can find like, oh, this this family of Pokemon is here. And then, oh, this Pokemon is new. What the fuck is this? Like you, you mm. feel that throughout this game, which is amazing. We haven't felt that way since like black and white, X and Y, which is like 10 years ago. Damn, yeah. Yeah, 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 so I'm saying the marketing Pokemon company, you did good, you did good. Uh, but please give the fuck, give Game Freak more time, please. Yeah. The fuck, three games in one, two years. What the fuck is wrong? Yeah, with that's crazy. I played Bl- Brilliant Diamond and Shiny Pearl. The good thing is they outsourced that. Oh, you played that. But the okay. game, I know because I'm a Sino fan. You know, I played the originals back <laughs> when I was a kid. I had okay. to play that one. Uh. People's favorites They are still standing by That Legends Arceus Is their favorites now Because it's I think it's the most Innovated uh, Gameplay Because it's just Completely different Right mm. But Scarlet and Violet This is why When I'm Now I'm playing Legends Arceus Is that I'm going in With a mindset Where I already played Scarlet Violet The game that came after Does Legends Arceus Conceptually And both gameplay wise Better in my opinion I don't know yet But I hope I will Get that answer lah, Right I feel like I will still prefer Scarlet Violet as a whole because it has more of the the tropes of Pokemon, right? Like the gyms and stuff. But I won't deny right now, Legend of Arceus is still very interesting to try. It's very interesting. Yeah. And then Brilliant Diamond and Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl is just fucked, man. What what the fuck is that? (laughs) Damn. I'm really interested in trying Arceus also, um, because of like the story. Or like what The concept of it I think it's really cool Like How many years ago All the Pokemon Are still like Feral and shit Um, Yeah 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 I think that's cool So Yeah maybe Maybe you'll catch me Playing it Yeah yeah yeah. But if you're more If you're more prefer If you you prefer The traditional Pokemon like Gameplay loop And story loop more I think Scarlet and Violet Will be up your alley more Mm -hmm. Legends Arceus Is more it's more lore based Like a lot of the things That sh- will make you Love the world Are not told to you Oh damn. There's no central story That to To get really that Attached to It's People love Pokemon Legend Arceus Because of the gameplay oh, The okay. The gameplay The unique World that they're in It's just really different I think that's why People love it <laughs> But I feel like Game Freak will not Redo the Legends uh, Concept again Cause If not They would have done Let's go Johto Dumbasses Damn Alright I feel like Legends is a one time thing Which I kind of Fucking don't like I wish they would do it again For like a new Like let's say Legends Unova Oh yeah I also I also heard like a lore Like a thing Of why Why they decided To make Legends Arceus And Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl Mm -hmm. Is that 
some people speculate is that those you know how Game Freak always remakes the like Pokemon games to be yeah. like a modern interpretation of this new game that's completely not the old game. Now Legend Arceus is that they remade the Sinnoh games in a completely different context, completely different context. Five hundred years past, completely different context. Mm. But 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 to sell but, more but, games but. and and to make a completely faithful, I think that's a bad thing. Completely faithful remake. You want a remake of the old games? Here's Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, and then <laughs> now we are presenting a remade Sinnoh game. Legends Arceus. You see, you see where I'm coming from, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, they remade the region with Legends Arceus, but they made a remake with Green Diamond Shining Pearl. Now yeah. the worst thing is people wanted something in between, like they wanted the 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 original games but better. This is better, but it's not the original game at all. So, eh, uh, give or take, it, 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 it's. I really can't say if it's good or bad, man. I wish they did something different, but you know. <sighs> well, I hope, look forward to what you think of the finale. It should probably take you yeah. like two months. Two months? Hey, how I know, right? You play for like half a month to a month, and you're still only like <laughs> a third through max. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm playing very very slowly. I mean, I'm taking my time. Okay. Making yeah, it's good. Down. I'm not saying yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying you're kind of slow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. True. Any other games that you're currently like playing that you want to share? Um, what am I currently playing? Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, Overwatch. You just Overwatch back to back. Um, because I got like at least, I think I got two more that I want to share before we go to like looking forward stuff. Do I, yeah. I? I don't know. I haven't really been playing a lot of games lately. Aside yeah. from Overwatch. Aside from Overwatch, yeah, very true. <laughs> yeah, so you can go on. Okay, so go. So, yeah. so the point was, I re I recently for the past few weeks, I finally modded my Switch. Now my Switch came out. I bought the version that came out before the revision where they removed the mm -hmm. hardware like fault. Uh, mine is version 1 If you're a Switch that bought like past 2018 You have a version 2 I can mod my Switch So mod my Switch is like You can pirate games <laughs> You can uh, oh. you can homebrew You can jailbreak You can do a lot of stuff So the interesting thing is I, I just couldn't afford buying too many games You know how Switch games when you buy them on launch It's amazing mm -hmm. to feel that way But it's still 200 plus a month Ringgit ah, uh, two hundred yeah. plus ringgit a month. So it's like it cuts it. It literally gives me a flash wound every time I buy a game. All right. Oh. So the only games I bought last year physically, like with my cash, was Splatoon three and Xenoblade three. Surprising, they are both trees and Skyline. <laughs> right. So I I I really like when when Kirby. The, and the uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Lands came out I really wanted a game so bad but I could not tell myself to buy that game because fuck I really shouldn't I didn't have money I shouldn't buy it oh, like, I yeah, could afford game. it I just shouldn't Kirby and the Forgotten Lands is amazing really? it's so beautiful it, the music is so good the gameplay is so fresh it's the it's first fresh. 3D Kirby game like the world is 3D Ooh. you walk in 3D plane 
the way like I've seen a lot of like sharings from the developers on how they optimize this game to be a better experience. You know, like a lot of three D games, where it's it's hard to hit the the enemies right because you have to aim more precisely mm-hmm. in a three D space, right? Yeah. They optimize the Kirby game to be like approximately you're around here, so we'll let you hit them. You know, you're approximately on the ground. Would you you can jump again? You know, it feels more responsive that way. So there's a lot of little bits of optimization that the developers did to make this game more polished than it, it would have been and this game is amazingly gorgeous like i played it on my switch it's like so pretty my god like the way they start the game right you start off at this uh like abandoned beach and then uh-huh. when you make it through that little tutorial section right where it's like a very shadowy forest you finally go out into this uh bright cityscape like it's just a little like skyscrapers a few of them the music suddenly starts swelling and then the fucking game is like start playing the title screen comes out it's like oh my god this is what I've been waiting for yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, uh, Curry and the Falcon is amazingly gorgeous it's really beautiful and I, I I'm still only finished the first world right now but I know Kirby games have been looking gorgeous since like ever since they came to the HD consoles and Forgotten Lands is like amazing. The last Kirby game was called like the most major Kirby game is called Star Allies. Mm-hmm. The oh, yeah, fans yeah. didn't like it as much because as a Kirby game, it's just the gameplay is just the same. It's a 2D Kirby game. The only difference is just that now you can play with four players and everybody is a friend. <laughs> you know, it's called Star Allies. And mm-hmm. the good thing about that game is that kids love that game. My my sister loves playing that game with her with her friends because it's the most easy to play with game, because Kirby is very simple, right? Yeah. And and it, it can play four players, so it's literally the best multiplayer game for just a group of people who are not that good at games. Oh. But Star Allies has two player only, and the game is just an experience. It's just an experience compared to Star Allies. I I you recommend said Star Allies. Sorry, um, Forgotten Lands is better yeah, yeah, than Star yeah. Allies, right? So that's Kirby. Okay. Uh, not everybody's a fan of the Kirby gameplay because a lot of serious quote-unquote serious gamers don't care about Kirby but if you yeah. like the character try the game it's pretty cute it's really cute to be honest it's re- really cute really <laughs> and cute. Uh, it's pretty good now the game I'm currently addicted to is fucking Fire Emblem <laughs> Engage it's so oh fucking my god. good oh my god it's so good like Fire Emblem Engage uh, I have not finished Three Houses I have to admit I've been a Fire Emblem oh, fan since 2012, right? Awakening was my first Fire Emblem game that I finished. I had played like the GBA Fire Emblem games when I was younger, but I just never finished them. So I don't know if I'm ever gonna, because the gameplay is a little bit antiquated, like a little old, right? They're older games. Yeah. So like uh, Awakening, Fates, Echoes, Three Houses, and now Engage. These are the main series strategy games. The other games that came out during this time was like Fire Emblem Warriors and Three Hopes. These are uh, Musou games. I don't count them. I would I'd love to try them, but I don't count them as Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem's uh. a strategy RPG game. I love that. I love the fact that you get to build. Uh, you get to learn about the characters by building supports, right? But mm-hmm. because in the previous games compared to Three Houses, the supports are like little bonuses that you get the supports during the the battles. And you just get to see their like daily life, slice of lives, right? With the super conversations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Now the thing about three houses that made it hard to complete for me was just that really? you have to commit so much to the monthly gameplay. Uh. You can you can see how right like let's say lah, the older fighting games and and engage. The only level of like doing things outside of the strategy is maybe go around collecting resources, like maybe just replenishing stocks like weapons, vulneraries, like your health stuff, lah, right? Mm, and yeah. watching the support conversations. In in three houses, you have to go through the whole school, find lost <laughs> items, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. talk to everybody because somebody <laughs> might have something to say. And then you might miss out on story points, you know, like if you didn't talk to uh, Edelgard during this one moment in this one month, you You'll might miss, miss out route. on going to the whole route. And then yeah. if you if you didn't do that, you might end up going to like the fucking like the white church the, route, the, the, yeah. yeah, the church route. It's like <laughs> because the the bad thing also also you have to teach every single student. You have to uh, do yeah, every yeah. single student. So the hard thing, the hard thing about three houses is that if you haven't played for like a f a month or two, you just forgot where you are. You just forget where the <laughs> fuck you are. What did I do to these students? I don't so remember. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then like, I I love Fire Emblem, Engage because it's just simpler to play. Like now I don't uh. have to remember everything I did. You know, it's like let's say lah, Fire Emblem, Eng Fire Emblem three houses has so much to do, that. Mm. It just overloaded me because after two months of not playing the game, I'm like, where the fuck was I? <laughs> where the fuck was I? Right? I want to finish the route, but just, like, just restart. Just restart. I and you can't because there's so much to do. It feels daunting to start again. You know, it's like, okay, I want to restart, but I want to play like let's say Golden Deer this time. But uh, yeah? Golden Deer, no matter how you play, right? I want to see everything in the game as much as I can. So I would yeah. tend to end up like building supports with like uh, students that are not in the house that I'm in. Oh, okay. Right, like let's say I uh, my original route was Black Eagles. I supported with like my I actually got like a lot of the Golden Deer and a lot of the Blue Lions uh, members in. Mm -hmm. Like, I got Onet, I got uh, Marianne, I got Lysithia. I got uh, Dor mm -hmm. Dorothea was in Black Eagles. Never mind. Uh, I got yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of the <laughs> members that were in the other ch others. Right. Yeah. And then it's like that took so much time to get, right? It took so much yeah. time to get. So, yeah, yeah. three houses is like a time commitment. Same thing with Persona, right? Persona yes. is amazing, but if you drop the game for a while, you come back, it's like what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> right? It's just very hard to. You want to play optimal, but now you're like, where was I? <laughs> and then engage is simpler because like everything that engage presents. Is way more shallow than three houses. I have to be fair. Three oh. houses is deep as fuck. Three yeah. houses is gray as hell. It's very grave for morally very gray. Yeah. Fire Emblem has never been that gray until three houses. It has always <laughs> been dark dragon versus light dragon. Simple as that. You're right. You're the hero, and this is the fucking enemy. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. them up, okay? And engage is that. Engage is just that. It's just oh, we're the good side, like they're that. the bad side. Yeah, this is a very yeah. classic Fire Emblem game. It, I love the characters. For one, it's designed by Mika Picasso. The art is amazingly gorgeous. Oh Three Houses God. was good looking, but Three Houses has this little bit of like grayness. It, like very. It like wasn't. No, it's not flat? as polished. It's not as polished for one, and it's yes, it's very flat. The the yeah. overall art design is kind of muddy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A little bit like like the back in the day with the. Like she the was a bit Call of Duty, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, a little bit too realistic in terms of the way the the characters yeah. they don't pop up. You want it more anime? You want it more anime? Anime, anime. Well, it's true that I like anime, but yeah. even Awakening and Fates wasn't this colorful. I think it's because Mika Picasso came onto the design team that it's so colorful. Every really color, every single character is like multicolor. Like the fucking main characters earlier, everybody calls them Colgate Chan, <laughs> you know. Oh wait. They all call her Colgate Chan. I'm like, fuck oh off. God. Earlier is amazing. <laughs> the voice acting in this game is so good, by the way. Ooh. Engages voice acting. Okay, You're one problem. English? English is good. English. You're is playing good. in English? Oh yeah. No, I, I would play. I'm not play judging in you. No, no, no. I'm I, saying. I like English voice actors. I want. I. I. Fire Emblem has never been bad with the English dub. I have to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Awakening Fates and. Uh, and three houses, their, their dubs were pretty good. Echoes was amazing as well. Um, but I have to say, engage. Yeah. The main character is so good. Like the voice acting is so good. She makes me love her. I play the female version by the way because like the uh. the male version is kind of boring because he just looks like <laughs> Byleth with red and blue hair. Yeah. Let's be fair. Yeah. Alir is, the, the Byleth female. It's kind of fucking weird. Let's be honest. Her eyes are so big. Her boobs are so big for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for Byleth is canonically male. Corin is canonically female. Uh, yeah, because like in Engage, they have this system called the em- Emblem, right? Emblem Engage, right? Where yeah. heroes from the past are here to help as ringed spirits. Oh, so, that's interesting. Yeah, so you, all of the major, the main character, not say the main character, like the main heroes of each yeah. game are here as support units. Oh. So let's Ooh. say uh, you can inherit the skill of, let's say, Marth. And you, when you equip Marth, he gives you like double attacks in every turn. Oh. Let's say that, right? Because his weapon is really strong, he uses the rapier and his speed is so high. So he just double attacks every character. And let's say you use Byleth. Byleth? His specific trait in this game as an emblem is that every character that you use, his his primary weapon will change to that character's class. Let's say if you link him to an archer or a sniper, yeah. his weapon becomes the the fail not. If you link him to like a a, a sword character, he uses like some other sword lah, right? Which is not a sword of the creator, but a sword, right? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So his main class is that he adapts to every single character. And he has this uh, skill called Instruct, where you can raise every ally in the vicinity of you, Teacher. like about like two f- plus five defense or plus five resi- re- resistance, oh. which is pretty interesting, right? Instruct, uh, yeah, he's, he's a professor. Yeah, he's a teacher, yeah. yeah. Now, one thing I dislike about Byleth as a character, looking back when I compared to earlier, is that Byleth is a silent protagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I look back, I'm not as engaged, quote, like it's a pun, right? I'm not as <laughs> no. I had to use engage because we're talking about engage, right? Okay, okay, so it's yeah. like I I'm not as a t- engaged with Byleth as a character mm, because yeah. she's silent. You know one funny thing in this game, right? Engage mm-hmm. when you yes. talk to when you support conversation with Byleth, like it's not called supports, it's called bonds. You can just talk to the guy, right? Where he mentions yeah. when I was in you know, a professor at my school, I picked up so many lost items. He says that in the game. It's so funny. Oh my god. Because it's true. We pick yeah. up so many lost items in the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Bilo says like, huh, it's so funny, but I picked up so many lost items back in the fucking monastery. How many <laughs> things are they losing, the students? Yeah. Every single week, they lose like tons of yeah. items. Like, at least three items. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Stop losing your <laughs> shit. <laughs> but yeah, la, so like, it, the, I, I love the fact that Engage recharacterizes a lot of the main heroes of the previous games. Because like, let's say, la, like, the game, a lot of the games in the Fire Emblem series, they are not experienced by the general populace because Fire Emblem has only been popular ever since like Awakening, Fates, or even Tree Houses, right? Mm, yeah. And like, they, Fire Emblem has not been a mainstay franchise before the past 10 years. So a lot of the heroes before then, which is the majority of the Emblem heroes, they are not characterized more than what the games had. So the fact that I can hear their voice actors, they brought the, the voice actors back from Fire Emblem Heroes, the gacha game. So the, all oh, yeah? of the heroes of the past are voiced. Every character is voiced. Every support is voiced. Every major cutscene is gorgeous and fully voice actor. Like Three Houses was, but I think Engage has more voice acting than Three Houses overall. Oh. Oh yeah. Also, like they did one thing in Engage that I really, really cool is that they have a pair. You know, paralogs are like side side battles, right? In the original yeah. game. I, in this game's paralogs is the emblems bringing you to a location that reminds them f- is like literally reminiscent of the original game one of the levels so like let's say Byleth Byleth's yeah. paralogue is the, the tomb the tomb area you know where the like the tomb where they protect the, the, the coffins remember that that chapter I don't know if oh, like, yeah? you played that chapter you yeah, played that chapter you played that arena again in this oh. game that arena specifically because that was the turning point of the story in like Three Houses, right? Where the fucking like the masked guy was like was stealing the fucking shit, you know, I forgot the game already. But <laughs> they had to protect like the coffins, right? And stuff like that. Because the uh, church yeah, told yeah. you to protect it. So Byleth's parallel is that this reminds yeah. me of that place. So to increase me and your bonds, you need to you need to fight me, Byleth. You, the oh. main character, fight Byleth, recreating this whole arena from back then. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like let's say like the Awakening Paralogue, like we fight Lucina. That battle was one of the major, most memorable cutscenes from Awakening. We fight Lucina as if we were fighting from the from the chapter in that original game. I was like so fucking nostalgic and hyped as shit, bro. Like, oh my god. So fucking cool. <laughs> Damn. Also the emotional like you know how every major good story has like the the lowest point of the character right right like every good story has a low low point for every character the low oh, point yeah, of yeah, this yeah. character this game right is like you play two chapters consecutively without getting a chance to restock or respawn or whatever like the point what? was that chapter 9 connects to chapter 10 directly you cannot take a break it directly connects. I mean, the you can break? save lah. You can save. You can take a break. Technically, oh, okay, but yeah. the story just directly connects. You like you cannot go to the world map until you finish these two chapters. Oh damn! Yeah. So the lowest point is like oh shit type of situation. You know, <laughs> genuinely is like oh fuck. Everything we built up before then is like oh shit. Oh, but yeah lah, en- engage is gorgeous. The music is amazing. I want to download the soundtrack so bad. And uh, and the gameplay is just classic Fire Emblem for me. I love this game. Mm. I want to finish Three Houses, but it's like uh, so tedious. It's so long. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah lah. Uh, so yeah, I really highly, highly recommend for you to engage with Fire Emblem Engage as soon as possible. <laughs> I will. I will. So yeah, I think that that ends this segment. I think if if you have anything else. Um, do I have anything else? I don't. Overwatch think again. <laughs> Overwatch. You know, I think about Overwatch, right? <laughs> nah, okay, I'm done with Overwatch. <laughs> But um, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I feel like this past year I haven't really been playing a lot of games that are like what that I finished. Just I've just been like. On my social butterfly type phase last year, but um, oh yeah, but this year I do want to play a lot of games, okay? And so that transitions to the next uh segment. What games yeah. are you looking forward to? Yeah. Uh, you go first. I've been talking for the past fifty minutes. <laughs> okay. Um. Recently, I've been. I feel like the, like as recently as this like uh episode's gonna come out, The Last of Us. Part one, the show came out right. Oh recently. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the game I'm looking forward to, uh, playing this year that's gonna come up in March twenty eighth is The Last of Us Part One on PC. Releasing on PC, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm overall like, I'm very tempted to watch the show, but um, Snivy here, like what said, I should go and wait for the game because it's gonna be the same plot i know but like damn i i know the thing is right my i feel that no matter how good a movie or series is the yes. game is a completely different experience and like the game is a masterpiece i mean has been I released know. on everything every fucking playstation console for the past yeah, 10 yeah, yeah. years like it released in 2013 I was there for the release. Okay, I didn't buy the yeah. game, but I was there, and it got game of the year, right? It got game of the year. Yeah. And then literally the next two years, PlayStation 4 came out. It got there. It like remastered. Literally the first year it was out, already on PS4. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? And then, <laughs> PlayStation 5 is backwards compatible, but they decided to fucking re-release PlayStation Last of Us Part One with the like optimization and new oh, yeah, engine yeah. of like, Part Two. So it's like. Part one, right, is such an amazing story that the gameplay really helps supplement that. So if you you just watch a show, it could be good. But again, if you're a gamer, play the game. Don't just watch the show. If you don't play gamer. games, watch the show. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying, right? Is that if the the experience is complete, like that's not just a comparison. Is that having the show is good for people who have not experienced this story, who will never play the game to experience it. Mm. But if you can experience the game and you want to play the game, it's really good. I do, but oh my god, I have to wait. She's just March. impatient, I guess. Yeah, I, but yes, you will see me playing the game soon, very very soon when it comes out. And yeah, I am gonna scream. You're gonna scream? I'm not good with these type of games, actually. To be honest. Oh, you're gonna stream! I like you're gonna stream, and you said scream. Oh, you actually no, gonna scream? No, I will scream. scream. I will scream also. Okay, <laughs> because like I know there's a lot of scary moments. I'm I'm already predicting Apple be like Joel, and then Ellie goes like Joel, and then Apple goes like fuck, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> shit, yeah, shit. Yeah, she'll actually say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. but good thing is that uh, Naughty Dog, the developers behind mm-hmm. Us of Us, are really good at making accessibility options. You can tweak everything oh. from visuals, like having, uh, let's say, it, it actually cater to like even the uh, the the visually impaired and the audibly audibly impaired. Oh, that's like they nice. have, they have, uh, let's say lah, right? Some people can't can see. But they prefer having like feedback for audio as well. So even the UI, they have optimized UI feedback for like every time you go to something, they have a different sound. And like uh, you you press this gun got different sound, you do this weapon got different sound, and the the because like I'm not saying I don't know if the PC version can do the same lah, right? But on the PlayStation Five version, the haptic feedback is different for everything you do as well. The rumble does different. The rumble oh. gives you different feeling because the Dual Sense controller has a very detailed, like high definition rumble feature. Yeah, I know. So like, every single different level of like thing you do has a different level of rumble for that. So those who are engaged are really, really immersed in the game. And like, let's say for those of you who like uh, subtitles or like other things that help I you, love like subtitles, like like things that help you. Uh, consume the game better if you're like impaired in any way mm. they have those accessibility options specifically difficulty changing they have a lot of difficulty sliders for everything in the game well, oh, Every- yeah, okay. everything like everything gonna... <laughs> yeah yeah so legit work, let's go yeah so like like some people like they don't like like just normal easy and hard mode right it's it's fine but sometimes you get hard mode it's like the enemies are attacked like like a fucking sponges, like HP sponges, <laughs> and yeah. then you 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 die easily, but they fucking die so so. Sometimes you yeah. just want them to die the same pace, but you die faster, right? So you can actually tweak that tweak it that way as well. Like a uh, good thing is also like this is a survival game, right? You need to find ammo and loot, so you can also choose uh, the. Yeah. I, I believe you can choose the level of how many loot shows up. Like let's say. The loot comes in the same place, but they have less ammo per place. Like I let's say originally you get ten, and then like you can lower it to like three or something like that. I feel like they can do that. If from I saw a video of an, like a like a game insider or something says says something about that. I don't know. Okay. I didn't play the game, but uh, I look forward to hear your thoughts when you finish it. It's cool. You didn't play the game, right? I don't have a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> this is the wow. first time Last of Us came to anything outside of a PlayStation. Okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's why I really want, like want to try it out when it comes out. But damn, I'm scared. I've never Don't been be. like really good at survival like type games other than Minecraft. Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like that just shows my skill. Hey, at least I can't even play Minecraft. I get motion sick. <laughs> wow. Alright, so yeah. so for my game, I'm, the first to? one I'm looking forward to yeah. is uh, Street Fighter 6 coming out Ooh. in like April or June, give or take, right? Street Fighter 6 is uh, gonna be, I, I, I say that, right? My first Street Fighter game that I wanna buy before it launches. Because oh. right now, Street Fighter 6, the develop- developers have learned so much from the last game. Because okay. Street Fighter 5 was a flop in terms of like how they mm. released the thing. Like the game was so incomplete when they first launched it that so many fans didn't like it when they first launched it, boycotted it. And 
it has gotten back its reputation thanks to the many DLC and updates after the fact, but it took them seven years to get here. <laughs> oh seven years God. to get here, right? Seven years to get to a point where it's really loved now. But the graphically, a lot of people still don't like the game. Street Fighter VI looks amazing, and it's going to be the first major fighting game that has a full... Uh, relatively like open area like progression system and single player mode there has not been a fighting game that has a major single player mode to play in at all until now even fighting games have generally done the the like oh you fight next guy get a bit of story fight next guy get a bit of story type of classic mode run right this is the first time where you can be like you have a custom character you can go around the world learning skills from the from the actual Street Fighter characters, right? Like let's say Chun Li or Ryu, you can learn like skills from them, like the Shoryuken, like the Spinning Bird Kick or whatever. And you can integrate that to your main character, your your customized character. It's like Monster Hunter World but Street Fighter. Imagine that. Oh wow. Yeah, this is the first time. So this Wait, is like. Wait, it's gonna be open world, semi open world. No, no, no. It's like they have this big hub. Oh. Multiple hubs. I feel like it's multiple hubs. Also, the fact that their whole like uh, online system now looks so amazing. You can party like VR chat in the game. What? Yeah, the online hub is like a full arcade where you can party and shit. You know, they got a little like like a prop of DJ set up there. You can party with people and like record. You know, so yeah, it looks very cool. Uh, this. And the characters in this game are so good. So chronologically, why Street Fighter VI is gonna be the latest in the timeline for the whole game, for the whole franchise. So in like in the 20 plus year history of Street Fighter, Ryu is now finally over 40 years old. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, Chun Li is now finally 40 years old. Oh damn. Damn. Are they like yeah. green hairs or something? No, she's now a fully fledged Kung Fu master. Oh damn, middle age. Oh damn. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, so the plot of Chan Li, right, in the previous games was that the the main villain M Bison killed her father. So throughout the past few games, she has always been looking to defeat this villain so that she can avenge her father by joining the police force. Now <laughs> it's a timeline where she finally beat the guy. Right, she he's dead. He's fucking dead, and she can finally live a life where she has a foster child and can train her and uh, can become a master so the gameplay here is completely revamped it's amazingly beautiful and uh, i look forward to it you know street fighter 6 it's gonna be the most hyped street fighter game like (laughs) ever um oh yeah a game that i just saw that i'm actually kind of hyped up right Mm. it's gonna come out may 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 12th of this year is the sequel to Breath of the Wild Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom Kingdom. Yeah Yeah I don't know if I want to buy that day one but that game is 100% like we don't know much about the game still Why? Why do you have to play it? Because I really enjoyed uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild when it came out I I I didn't buy it on day one but like I played it like it's like one of the first games I played when I got my Switch in 2017. Oh, you don't even have a Switch day one. No, I got it like 2017 something. Like late. What? 17 was the year it came out? Yeah, but oh, late. Oh damn, you got it quite early. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I got it like an early birthday present for my father. Um, like what he, uh, he bought. Like, it was such a nostalgic moment though. Um, 
when I think back on it because like he just straight I saw I was like I kinda wanna buy a Nintendo Switch and he like he brought me to the shop, uh, like a mall that um sold like games, right? This one shop. He and it. like yeah, he just uh, I was like I'll say I just wanna look at it, okay? Because like I didn't I don't really know what it's like my first ever console that I owned, you know, by myself. And I wanna think about it a bit and it's like, no, just buy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, it's really a very nostalgic moment for me. Um. And playing the uh playing Breath of the Wild on the way back at home. So yeah. Breath um, of the Wild was the reason many people bought a Switch to begin with. Yeah. And Tears um, of the Kingdom, right? The main concept that we currently see, we didn't really genuinely didn't see much for the past fucking five years. I don't know how the hell, but uh, Tears of the Kingdom, the whole fucking kingdom's in the sky for some yeah. reason. So like I'm curious what's gonna happen. I really wanna play it. I I I finished the I finished Breath of the Wild. Uh the way I play like any game is like, I just wanna experience like everything in the game that's a major like plot point. So it's like I like let's say like the original, the original Breath of the Wild seeds. It's not important to the plot, so no. Okay. <laughs> I just want that now. I don't want to collect all the seeds just to get a golden turret from the Korok guy, you know? I mean, that's everything. I don't- I'm not here to play everything, you know? Uh, I I just completed the four- four- uh, four B- the titan- I don't even know what they're called anymore. The four- the four things, right? Oh, and yeah, then I yeah. just beat Ganon. I wanted to experience- also collected all the memories lah, to be fair. Uh, so that's good enough for me And then every other time I play Breath of the Wild It's just to mess around with the game You know Just like Suit, <laughs> suit surf Paraglide yeah. here and there Just fuck up a, a tower of enemies You know Do whatever you know The good thing about the game Is that you can play however you want To be honest Yeah 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 Some people just straight away Go to the Ganon But I feel like Tears of the Kingdom Is a little It's gonna be more directed story wise Breath of the Wild is very, very open-ended. Like, you don't even have to experience yeah. the whole fucking story. <laughs> right? You literally don't have... The, th- the good thing about Breath of the Wild was that it's open and it, you can do anything. But the bad thing about that is just that the story, you can't guarantee everybody has experienced it, right? Because, like, some people might just miss out and stuff that, that could have been important to the story. And because of that, the story is minimal. The, the story is just, like, as much as they need to be the full picture like the four champions and Zelda right those are the main yeah. five points only I I believe Tears of the Kingdom will be way more story driven a little bit more linear than Breath of the Wild in terms of like story uh, story progression but the oh. world is about the same like, uh, the same level of open I yeah. feel like, right? I'm I think I'm looking forward to the open worldness because yeah. I'm looking forward to the story. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the story. Uh, I mean, I want to see short hair Zelda with Link, bro. I want to see how uh, she gets kidnapped that would again. Be cool. <laughs> I feel like she's gonna get kidnapped again. I feel like. Really, I think. I feel like Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. No, why did I say the f- two titles? Tears of the Kingdom. I feel like there's a there's a time skip in this again as well. And obviously oh, no. because Zelda I has mean, yes. like haircut, right? For one. But because you see and in the, the in the trailer, uh Link has a completely different costume when he's in the sky. Oh. His hair is oh, different. Yeah. His main yeah. costume is different. I feel like there's gonna be a the point in the in the prologue where they lose to this shit that happens 
and then your f- this new Redemption world. Like no, no, this kingdom raises up from the ground and goes to the sky or something. Like, I don't know how the fuck the sky kingdom came to be, right? Yeah, you know, I'm breath of the wild, all the towers yeah. came out of the floor, right? The yeah, towers. Yeah, yeah. So I the feel like the same. Either, either the sky temple shit is coming from the sky, going coming lower, or it goes from the ground. <laughs> either way. I don't know, bro. Maybe like the 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 the, the world from like Breath of the uh, Zelda Skyward Sword came down from the sky or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As of now, we don't really know a lot about the game. We just like what announced everything, but yeah, overall. It has been announced. The title has been announced for the past year. The game has yeah. been known for the past five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, we know nothing. Yeah. Oh, fuck. How? Everybody thought How? this game would come out three years ago, and it still hasn't. Ah. Good thing, at least better than Breath of the Wild, where that development took seven years, man. Mm. At because least like, yeah, let's say lah, right? Skyward Sword came out in twenty eleven. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Good thing, right? Yeah. But yeah lah, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, amazing. Amazing. Looking forward to it so much. Okay. Uh, I don't think I have too many games. I'm not a because like Nintendo hasn't announced shit this year yet. I feel like there's gonna be another Pokemon game. I wish there isn't. I hope, please, Game Freak, you release three games, da. Please, chill. I am <laughs> um, looking forward to. I mean, RE4 remake. I'm not gonna play, but I think it's gonna be amazing. Resident Evil 4 yeah. remake. Uh, I but I am looking forward to the Dragon Quest 3 remake. Have you ever seen Octopath Traveler, Apple? Like that game? It, it's a, it's a no. JRPG that is uh, rendered in like with Unreal Engine lighting. Oh, but I, a lot of people have recommended it to me. Okay, Here so so uh, Square Enix, for the ever since like 2017, where they really Okay, 2018, where they released the game called Octopath Traveler. Octopath Traveler is a game where the, the unique selling point, aside from that, is just a JRPG, is that it is. Uh, graphically, it's done in the pixel art art style, yeah, reminiscent yeah. of 16-bit games, but the lighting engine is using Unreal Engine lighting. So, pixel art characters cast real-time shadows. The lighting and the effects of the every area is gorgeous, as if it was like a real like modern game, and mm. all the battle effects are like spark spark hits and everything is modern. Yeah, it looks like this. Yeah, right? It's so gorgeous. Cool. Now, Octopath Traveler was the first time they did this art style. So, ever since then, they have developed a few games with this art style. Uh, Triangle Strategy as a strategy game that developed in this art style. Live a Life is a remake of a 16-bit game from back then that never released in the West in this art style. Amazing, gorgeous. And the next game that's coming out next in this month or this month is Octopath Traveler 2. The interesting thing about Octopath Traveler is that you get eight main characters, all with different skills, different classes, and you can experience each of their stories. You can pick one to start and then recruit uh, the others. Uh, that's why it's called Octopath lah. There's eight paths, basically, right? <laughs> but uh, Dragon Quest Three, I've been a, I haven't finished any Dragon Quest game, but I love Dragon Quest because it's the art style is Akira Toriyama's art style, the Dragon Ball art style, right? And the Compared to Final Fantasy, I like Dragon Quest more because the, the enemies are just really, really cute and really, really uh, iconic. 
So Dragon Quest 3 is one of the most beloved games since like the, in the lineup of Dragon Quest games and it's getting the HD uh, HD 2D art style. I'm so looking forward to it. It's going to be so gorgeous and I get to finally play a Dragon Quest game in the like the, the original 2D style Dragon Quest games. It's going to get remade. Yeah, so like, you know, I'm the RPG guy, I guess, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what type of person I am, but um... You're the that person. The that person. What else is coming out? Oh, a game that just came out though, that I am looking forward to playing it soon, when it's on sale. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. um... Hogwarts Legacy. You wanna be yeah. Harry Potter! Yeah, I actually to want to. the latest. Because I've seen some TikToks of it, actually, some videos of it, what? some clips. <laughs> TikTok has swayed you. It looks so good. Like the entries of the houses, like each of the four houses, right? It looks so like. Is this just Harry Potter I tree houses like now? I'm... No. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, but like it looks so good for real, and like you can choose like what house you get to by like your choices, like the hat and everything, right? But like, uh, my favorite house, uh, to look at, right, the entry of everything, is definitely Slytherin. So, yeah. Like I just said, think. it's just it's just Harry Potter three houses. Four houses. She's four houses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. Technically, <laughs> three houses has four roots. But um. Yeah, it's like a role-playing game. <laughs> that's nice, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I I really like the concept of Harry Potter. I haven't read any of the books, but I've watched the movies. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. He's so rad! <laughs> yeah, Emma Watson! Yeah. Find <laughs> Emilia Watson. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Not the right one. That's the wrong Watson. Elementary, my dear Watson. Wait, that's not the right one either. <laughs> that's <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Huh. Uh, for me, another one. And I mean, I got. I'm just like the RPG and fighting game guy. And there's not a lot of games I know that are coming out this year because Nintendo doesn't announce shit. I'm a Nintendo guy mainly. Yeah, uh, yeah, Granbu yeah. Fantasy versus is a fighting game oh. based on the Granbu Fantasy uh universe. Yeah. It's finally getting a re-release with uh all the DLC and uh, specifically rollback netcode which is like the the preferred online infrastructure for fighting games because it's more responsive. Uh it's finally getting a good update because I never bought Grand Blue Fantasy. It's gorgeous obviously because the art style is anime fighting game. It's gorgeous yeah. and but the internet is shit. The online play is shit. So I never bought it. Also the DLC is expensive okay fighting game DLCs are expensive. One character is six dollars fucking expensive oh, damn. so uh rainbow fantasy versus rising is coming out a re-release with good netcode all the dlc characters i'm looking forward to get it maybe get a chance to play with friends if i don't get it. even if i don't play with friends at least i got the game you know cool <laughs> yeah so another game i look forward to and mm. i for my for my list that's pretty much it uh a game that just came out as well was persona 3 portable and persona 4 golden on switch uh, all the Persona games are now available on Game Pass. Yay. Yay! But P3P, don't play that game unless you have no other option. It's not the definitive edition of that game. I'm telling you why. Okay, I'll tell you why. Uh. 
One, the way they update the game to be quote unquote remastered is all the backgrounds are using AI remasters. All the character art use AI remasters. The character art is not too bad, but the backgrounds look like shit in comparison to what they could have been, you know, like as a HD background. Two, Persona 3 Portable is a straight remaster slash port of the original PSP game. Now, why is this a problem? Persona 3 was a PS2 game when it came out. The expl- the way you play Persona, yeah. since you play Persona 5, right? It, yeah. You can explore 3D locations to get social links and stuff. Now, the problem was that Persona 3 Portable, to fit that game and its massive RPG story on the per- PSP, they had to change the whole exploration into a vision novel format. Now, uh, in the sense that you click point and click to interact with characters and events right now why is that a problem now is because now it has been over 15 years and you remastered the game you could have merged the best version of the ps2 game which 3d uh with extra storylines and a 3d exploration with this new game where persona 3 portable's benefit is that it has a whole new character main character you can play a female main character. Completely new story. Uh, not not completely new story. Completely new social links. Completely new soundtrack and everything. But the whole game is now hampered because it was a compromised experience to begin with because it was made for mobile game by portable gaming. Oh. You could have made the definitive edition by merging the two, the PS2 and the PSP into one. HD graphics. People would have loved it. It's selling for $20, but the game is definitively not the definitive edition, okay? You are... back Before this game came out, it was still like a uh, split between the community that the PS2 version was the best or the PSP version was the best way to experience this story. Now, it's the new version that came out is not the best way to experience, so the question is still there. Which one's the best one to play? <laughs> right. <laughs> also... P3P's audio is so fucking compressed because they remastered the PSP version of the game. Not the PS2 with the high quality audio. All the sound, oh. in-game sound effects and music are crunched together. Crunchy. Damn. So like, uh, there's nothing the, like clear. Like the, the You know how Persona music is amazing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say you battle the team is Mass Destruction, right? Hmm. Mass Destruction. Da, 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 you know that song, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, you can barely hear the music outside of the voices and the sound effects. And the sound effects sound like shit. The voice acting sounds crunchy. It's like, you know, back then they would be like, Persona! But in the new game, it's like, you know, something like that. It's very (laughs) dumb, right? It's very crunched. So everything is blended together audibly. And they release that shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Now, Persona 4 Golden didn't have this problem because it was the first game out of all the Persona games to get ports on PC. So that game was the perfect port. And that P5R was never a bad port to begin with. It was a good addition of the game. P3, Persona 3 has never gotten a real release after 2010. People were looking forward to this shit. So, when Persona 3, people say it's the deepest story out of all like P3, P4, P5. And they want to butcher it. Yeah, it's very deep because it like the the the, the story now? is way. Str- I mean, ages is one lah, right? But the story leaves a l- longer lasting impression than P five and P four. 
and in terms of the message that it brings. Yeah, so it's more philosophical and more deeper, lah, right? It's too deep for you type of shit, lah, right? Too deep for you, <laughs> me. Yeah, like I'm I'm 14 and this is deep, you know. <laughs> but that's why it's so disappointing for many people that P3P deserves the remake code level of like P5R and P4 Golden, but they just didn't. So you know, you can play the game on Xbox Game Pass, but it's it's not a definitive edition. But it's accessible, so play it if you want. P4G is better. P5R is better. Play those. Hmm. So, let's see. Rent over. You know. <laughs> I ha- actually haven't finished Persona Five because it's like, damn. It's a it's a hundred hour game, Apple. Long, it's so understandable. Yeah. I haven't even played uh, since like two months ago. Damn. Um. So yeah, this year. There's gonna be a lot of other releases that I haven't, that I personally is aren't. I don't think I'm gonna play, but maybe, but maybe you guys will. Okay, like what is it? The Wolf Among Us Part Number Two, Wolf Among, Among Us Two is coming out. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one is good. That one's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from the Tell- original was Telltale. amazing. Yeah. Wait, Telltale isn't there? What? I thought Telltale Games alive. was like bankrupt. I guess bankruptcy doesn't kill a company, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's taken over by another company. So it's gonna be a mixed bag. But overall I am looking forward to seeing people play it. I don't think I'll play it, but um yeah, this year some people like to say some like what we viewers, game reviewers like to say that this year is gonna be a great year for games. Both like on every platform. So yeah. But a cool Ooh. thing about the new year is that all the old games are cheaper, so go back yeah. and experience those as well. Yeah. Not everybody has sixty dollars every fucking month to buy f- even just one game, you know. Yeah. I'm so like Nintendo uh, Switch game. Yeah. So uh, par- I we I don't I don't say condone piracy, but we're not in America, so no, nobody's gonna fuck me up, right? Hey. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, it's literally two hundred ringgit plus for a game. I can get I can get 20 meals with that money man yeah so true Uh, (laughs) so yeah that's why I'm a PC gamer nowadays Um, but yeah Uh, and I think that's it guys yeah I think that is it is there anything else you'll say yeah so thanks everybody for watching uh let me do some plugs we got a ko-fi if you guys want to support yeah. us we had you can donate to us and you will get at least if you just do a tip right you get one month access to all our videos yeah, yeah. Uh, early we'll we'll do our best to release them early if we can sometimes we're just busy like chinese you just hit so we don't have enough yeah. stockpile and uh, if you want join us on our discord we're not expecting much but if you join us we'll be there to you know hang out you can get suggestions yeah. main thing is just follow our socials on twitter we'll uh, post updates on anything there like apple went on a trip this past week she posted there yep and post- her streams you know yeah. i stream uh, on twitch i stream on youtube yeah, once yeah. in a while you know <laughs> yeah we both stream Damn, Apple that person, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those are our plugs. So you, if you want, you can listen to the audio-only version on Apple Pods, Spotify, every single audio podcast uh, platform. Pods, yeah. And we mainly premiere on YouTube, GMT Plus yes. 8 every single Saturday video. on 12 p.m. So those of you who want to know when we release, check out on our Twitter and YouTube 
just subscribe and uh, give this video a like let us know what other topics you guys are uh, suggest us to talk about we are one of our yeah. uh, our next episode is probably going to be talking about hololife and uh, i do have a few topics because recently hololife uh Suisse specifically has been popping off like a motherfucker going on f the first take twice crazy and uh, we'll talk about that with uh, our guest, Dark Disaster Kid. And I also have upcoming for February, we have two other videos coming up on. Uh, one of them is we're going to be talking about uh, Alpha has suggested we talk about Malaysia's federal holidays, which is a very interesting yeah, that's topic interesting. because uh, I'm uncultured as fuck. I want to learn more about my country and he gave me a reason to. So, hey, cool. Mm -hmm. And then one more episode, we're, I'm going to be inviting uh, a friend of ours, Luna Asena, to talk about Luxium and Noptics and their impact on the Niji, uh, the VTuber industry and Niji Sanchez as a whole. So oh, those are the upcoming episodes. So for those of you who are uh, enjoying, please subscribe and look forward to all those. And close off this episode, Apple. So yeah, thanks. So that's it with today's episode on Too Much Free Time Podcast. I'm Apple. And I'm Snivy. Yep. Hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. 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 Fuck off. <laughs> you say fuck off, nobody's gonna subscribe now. <laughs> no.